Detroit. Welcome to the D, baby. Welcome to another episode, Middle Ground with JLE LLC, where we treat you like family. That is the theme song, Detroit Love, from my first album, The JLE Experience. We got another amazing guest for you today. We had a founder of Juneteenth Detroit Festival, Damone Perry, if I'm saying your first name right. <laughs> Damone Petty. Damon Petty. Yes, the city calls me calm. Okay. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad we treat each other like family because I'm eating like a cousin. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get it in during the intro. You do what you got to do. <laughs> that was a good song, though. That was you singing on the intro. Yeah, yeah. I want to do a video for that called the trailer. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. Appreciate you. Ask well, thank you for having us here. We appreciate to be on the show. Um, there's been some misconnections. Totally my fault. Um, I really enjoyed uh, my flyer that you all put together, man. So. We still been sharing it. I only got so many a year that somebody made for me, so I really appreciate that. Okay. Um, Juneteenth started today with a golf outing in Canton, and okay. uh, that just wrapped up. Uh, should be wrapping up now, and then tomorrow we kick off the uh, family days and and you know the community days at Artist Village on uh, what's the address one seven three three six Lasher Road. That's the first day of family events from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, children are free, and it's $20 for adults. Okay. So what led you on this path to create this amazing thing? Well, you know, Juneteenth been around for a real long time, but when I decided to do it in the city, it was because uh, we were looking for something that we all could gather around as a community mm -hmm. uh, that was just good. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just a good thing that it, it bred goodness and positivity me and the brothers have been to a lot of marches and, you know, we was a part of hands up, don't shoot and all of that. And even though those actions are needed, uh, we started feeling like we were chasing ambulances when it came to getting people involved with the movement in general. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We wait for a brother or sister to be wrongfully killed and then try to use that, you know, that passion and that anger to, to grab people to help you pass out flyers for your mission. You know what I'm saying? Well, Juneteenth, and we uh, show that with us doing this seven days and seven nights and all these different events. Juneteenth uh, can include all types of different parts of us. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, the, the, the artistic, the fun loving, the, the you know, the homebodies. We, we have Juneteenth at home for those who don't want to come out yet. We're making sure we have something going on for everyone so we can all be included. Um, it's not so much a profitable situation as it is uh, we're trying to replace the money we have spent. You know what I'm saying? This is our first year ever charging anyone for anything. Uh, we've been doing this 12 years. This is our 12th annual celebration. And we have never charged anyone to come into anything we've done. You know what I'm saying? But it's been parks, uh, public parks. Uh, now we're using private locations. We're renting uh, expensive venues like the... Okay. For the board for the Ford Performing Arts Center in Dearborn. That's where nice. our formal ballroom gala will be. We're gonna be ballrooming and hustling and stepping, even jitting. Okay. But we're gonna be dressed up when we do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're gonna be doing all yeah, we're gonna be doing all that. We're gonna have on hard soul, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, we celebrate. Yeah, man, we got a whole JIT community that celebrates Juneteenth, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, take us back. Listen, it take us back, but they keeping it alive. It ain't never went nowhere. It turns out they still been doing it the whole time. You know what I'm saying? They look at each other like the old breakdown. They just start JIT like, what are you doing? Yeah, man. Hey, listen, you knew if a brother came in the club with a tile on his head, he was about to be a problem. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It was, he yep. got on his dog pants and a towel. He came yep. here to move around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so we're going to celebrate movement. Uh, we have the Day of Yellow, Thursday, June 17th, which we adopted from Chicago's Juneteenth event. Uh, okay. A Day of Yellow, so we're going to have a brunch where we're asking people to be bright and, and wear your yellow colors. We're going to do that at Simply Breakfast on 8 Mile in Wyoming. Uh, we have okay. a official Juneteenth. That's a black-owned restaurant, by the way. Black-owned operated restaurants, full liquor license, food is amazing. And uh, they jumped to be sponsors. They've already bought like 10 shirts from us. And uh, we're having our brunch there Thursday the 17th. And then we have an official smoothie for that day, the Peach Passion Smoothie, thanks to Nutribay. So what we're trying to do is get our Juneteenth community uh, organized, you know, so we want to order as many of those uh, smoothies as we can. And if we can prove to ourselves that we can help one sister, one vendor make a good bank one day, one month, then that means we can do this two weeks from now for someone else. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they've done this before these buying groups, you know, but all of our vendors don't necessarily have uh, places to be, you know, anymore. They don't have brick and mortar buildings, you know what I'm saying? So we have to come to them. So we want to uh, support uh, the best way that we can, and Nutra Bay is our first one up. Okay. So how did you decide on how many days to hold this awesome event? Well, Juneteenth uh, is called Juneteenth in that way, T-E-N-T-H. Uh, it's called that because when it occurred, when they were given the freedom they were supposed to have, uh, the story goes that the uh, enslaved brothers and sisters didn't really have a great understanding of the calendar at the time. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't know if it was June 13th, 15th, 17th. They just knew it was somewhere between the 12th and the 20th. You know what I'm saying? And you know how stories get jarbled, you know what I'm saying, over the air today. You know what? Oh, it was on the 13th. That's your favorite number. You know what I'm saying? No, what they did is say, listen, we're going to cut out all the arguing. It don't matter whether it was uh, gathered together or come together. You feel me? The point is... Uh, we, we got free during this time and this time. You know what I'm saying? So they just call it Juneteenth. So when we started doing it, we started doing it on the 19th because that is the day. Like if they had to pick a day, that's the day our government picked. You know what I'm saying? Or however they came about picking the 19th, that was the day. So just like many people, we started on the 19th and then we moved around between several other days for the weekend because you try to make it uh, as convenient as possible. But the mm -hmm. thing we tell people is even though you want to do it on the weekend, uh, Juneteenth is not a holiday you can move around. You know what I'm saying? It's not something you can move around. If it falls on a Wednesday, then that's when we're going to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're doing it for a week now because for 12, 11 years, we've done it for a day, two days, three days on a weekend. And now uh, we're really calling them sharks. You know, there's a lot of sharks jumping into the water now, uh, doing it just because and jumping on the bandwagon. And we didn't want to get confused and mixed up in that crowd. So we went ahead and went traditional with it. So now we're going seven days and seven nights, uh, which that's the traditional way to celebrate Juneteenth that we understand it is to be a week. Uh, it makes a lot more sense to celebrate it for a week uh, when we think about the fact that when it began, we didn't have cars, few horses, wagons, and it was only really in one place. You know what I'm saying? So if you were in Mississippi or Alabama 
and you wanted to go to Juneteenth, you had to travel to Galveston. You know what I'm saying? It took days to get there on foot and hopping between wagon and wagon. You didn't go all that way to celebrate for a day. No, nah, you didn't turn around and walk. travel back. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. You came, you brought your knapsacks, you brought your kids. Y'all mm-hmm. might work while you're here. So Juneteenth is inclusive. One day you may be in the fashion show. The next day you may be vending. The day after that, you might be a mentor or a volunteer. That's the way this festival is supposed to be. It's not walk into a place, spend up all your money and walk out. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to spending money, we want to help make it as affordable as possible. So we came up with the RBG dollars. RBG dollars are basically uh, our own uh, our own money. It's our own money for Juneteenth. All our vendors and sponsors have it. Golden Wings has it. Uh, Hattie Girl Ice Creams has it. A black-owned Detroit-made ice cream company. They have it. Uh, shout out to out-of-pocket vendors, out-of-pocket T-shirts. We have a lot of vendors and sponsors that have it. Nutribay has it. Uh, Motor City Java has it. Uh, Artist Village has it. Uh, but when you shop with them now, they will give you RBG dollars, right? You go in there and make an order of any one thing or however many things. They're going to give you RBG dollars, and you can then spend them at all of our festival, all of our festival days with our vendors. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to keep that going throughout the year. We're going to become their promoters. You know what I'm saying? We're going to become their street teams. And what we hope is we can get Juneteenth families to continue to do business with Juneteenth vendors and sponsors throughout the sponsors throughout the year. And then by the time this comes back around 11 months from now, you look up and you got 100, 200 RBG dollars and the festival costs you nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because you had to get your oil changed. You had to buy your weave from somewhere. You got your hair done. You got, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead to those who supported us. Go to the ones that helped us put this festival together that you like so much. You know what I'm saying? One you've been supporting for a decade. Go spend your money with them. Let them give you those RBG dollars. Tuck them away and save them, right? Year from now, boom, pull them out. Pay for your all-access wristbands. You know what I'm saying? Come in and enjoy yourself. Uh, we also are moving forward thanks to Golden Wings. If we can pull this off, if we can make this happen for a year, if we can do this for the next nine months, then Golden Wings has already said that they would be willing to create a meal where you can come in and purchase it with RBG dollars. You feel me? So that's major. You feel me? That means we'll have people on the West Side walking around with green money and our money because they know they can slide up into a couple places and grab them something to eat or get their oil changed or something like that. You know what I'm saying? We we, we we got some plans, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's people jumping in this, doing it for all the, the normal reasons. But Juneteenth is powerful. You feel me? It's powerful. It's galvanizing. And we've been grassroots with it since 2010. You know, it's been out of pocket and a few people who've been supporting. So go go ahead and chronicleize each day what y'all got going on so the people know. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. We're going through the days. Boom, tomorrow, Sunday, June 12th. That's this right here, right? That's this flyer. Thanks to Ann and We Three Queens. There we go. Ann and We Three Queens, Artist Village. How come I can't get this angle right? It's like a genius. You got to be a genius or something. There you go. There we go. Pull up. There you go. Because <laughs> it's facing me. I can't figure it out. All right, bet. Sunday, June 12th, we're going to be at Artist Village. That's 17336 Lasher Road. Let him know. Okay. That's tomorrow from 11 to 5. We're going to be having fun with the children. It's going to be a big game room for kids and families. Uh, it's going to be food out there, a few vendors. 
uh, but it's going to be a lot of performances. And we're also giving a dedication to a great man who has passed, a, a Juneteenth supporter and organizer, uh, Raymond Nice Guy. A lot of people know him as Nice Guy. He recently passed. We're going to be doing a great dedication to him tomorrow at Artist Village. Uh, live bands, live poetry is going to be great. Um, we're going to take a break, uh, regroup, and come back Tuesday, June 14th for Art is Lit. That is our Black Art and Literature Day. Uh, we're celebrating Black Art and Literature, creativity, creations, uh, young and old. So we had our youth art call where we created a T-shirt that we've been pushing, created by the young people. And for every one of those t-shirts that are purchased, the young people with their art on it have been receiving revenue from that. You know what I'm saying? So we're creating professional artists right now with uh, sixth and seventh graders. So we want to put them out in the park uh, with people who do it for a living now, who painted some of the murals in our city. So we have a, a great artist named Joey Delvano. He'll be uh, featured at the outdoor exhibit Tuesday, June 14th. We have about 100 or so children between the time of 11 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. using this uh, event as a field trip. So we have mentors from all walks of the community who will be ready to spend about 15 minutes apiece with small groups of these kids as we rotate them through the park. You know what I'm saying? But the youth day is not going to be a bunch of run around goofing off. Like, we really got a chance to engage with them. So we're going to make sure that we listen to them, get some questions answered, and make sure they leave with some information. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be some fun things going on. We're hoping there's horses and flight simulators out there, but there's going to be some uh, some information and some jewels for the people out there, too. Uh, after the 14th, we're looking for uh, our skate day. It was supposed to be Thursday, but it might be Wednesday. But on Wednesday or Thursday, we skate. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do a Stop the Violence skate day for the children. Uh uh, we're going to have vendors, food. Like, each day is something, man. Oh, yeah, the Artist Village thing. After we get done with that at 8, because that goes from 11 a.m. until 8. I mean, the uh, the skate day thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, Artist Lit. Artist Lit is Tuesday. It goes from 11 a.m. to 8. When we leave there, we will be at 71 Oakman, 90s Knowledge Cafe. All right? It's a staple in the community. It's been around for 30 years. Uh, shout out to Mama Nandi, but it's on 71 Open. We'll be doing painting under the stars or all, all of the adults will get together. It'll be adult themed painting, you know, so we have something in the daytime for families and something in the evening for adults. That's Tuesday the 14th, the artist lit day. Um, then we're going to be skating Wednesday or Thursday. And then Friday, again, that's the, the day of yellow, which we were talking about before, the brunch the smoothie, the dinner on private black owned land. You know what I'm saying? We're very proud to be associated with that land. So we're going to dress it up. Uh, we're going to make it real nice and we're going to enjoy ourselves. Uh, the big day that's getting a lot of attention is our culture walk hair and fashion show. That's on okay. Saturday. It will be at the Andy on 3000 Finkel. Right. Uh, it's a very nice space on the inside. Uh, we're going to get it together again, just like everything else. We're going to make it us. Uh, shout out to Love Rose and Wrapped in Love and uh, T-Styles for putting that together. But it's a great undertaking. There's over 40 models, men and women. Uh, the, the, the theme is, uh, you know, traditional clothing, but there are some urban designers in there. And there's, they're selling tickets like crazy. It's 170 seats and we're trying to sell 200 tickets. So, you know, we okay. leave the standing room only when it comes to that. But we're there from uh, 2 p.m. until 9 p.m. The show starts at 5 We'll be doing a lot of prep work and, you know, the models getting themselves together. 
Uh, there'll be some performances in the meantime. And then, of course, the 19th is the big day. That's Sunday. We will have a Justice March, the Juneteenth Justice March, led by the MLK Marching Band. All right. Okay. So we'll be using we'll be using the sidewalk. It is not a parade. It is a march. We'll be using the sidewalk. Uh, but this is not the first time we've done this. We've done this march slash parade for six years now. Uh, one way or another, we get it done. It's always very peaceful. It's over fast. Uh, it starts at 11 a.m. at Grand River and Greenfield. And it okay. ends at 12 p.m. You know what I'm saying? So it, it goes to Jada Rankin Playfield. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, uh, Mrs. Rankin. And uh, always and forever justice for Jada. Of course, we won't forget her. But we appreciate them allowing us to uh, to use their space. And we appreciate MLK Marching Band for leading the way uh, as we make our way that mile, almost a mile in the heat. You know what I'm saying? So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, and then we'll be in the park. Yeah, we'll be in the park the rest of the day, man. But if we don't fight it. You know, this 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 ain't even the air to complain about no heat. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so nah. we out here for the ancestors, man. The last thing we want to do is be complaining about heat. You know what I'm saying? We know what it's going to be. We got the options of umbrellas and visors and wet towels, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to use them up. We got a brother that said, well, what are we going to do if it rains? We explained to him that nothing stops Juneteenth. You feel me? There was nothing that stopped us from slaving. There would be nothing that would stop us from celebrating. Right? They didn't have sheds when they celebrated all those times. They just got wet, dried off, and continued to have a fun. You know what I'm saying? Water dries up. You feel me? Keep the keep the food. Only person I'm worried about during the bar, during the work during the rain is the DJ. You know what I'm saying? We got yeah. the food trailers. Make sure they good and make sure that DJ equipment is covered because I can't pay for none of that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, we get this together, brother, through a lot of bartering. Uh, this is our first time doing a crowdfunding fundraiser, so we did raise a little money there. Uh, thanks to iobi.com. Um. It's been a great time, though. It's, 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 it's going to be fun. It's going to be busy. And I know I've skipped some things. And throughout the week, it'll be like, you forgot this and that, huh? You got some shirts. Yes, one. yes, we do have shirts. Brothers been doing real good selling shirts. Everybody ain't bought one, though. Everybody ain't bought one, though. Oh, yeah. Where we, do we got a shirt got right a shirt. now? Matter of fact, excuse me, brother, could you stand up? Could you come around here? So I got to swing this around. Brother, could you come around here with your wrinkly one? Actually, because see, it be, it become it's become a way of life. It's become a way of life. You know what I'm saying? So they just they just wear them all the time. That's our Juneteenth, like Detroit shirt, right? It's got all our ancestors on it. At the bottom, it says Juneteenth, like Detroit. Where we go? There you go. Be right behind. It's a fight like Malcolm, preach like Malcolm, but fight like Malcolm, preach like Martin. Dream like Martin. Okay. Dream like Martin. Like it ain't got to be perfect. I'm just trying to tell him. You go look here. Look at his. They go his. That's okay. the Juneteenth heritage shirt, right? It says Juneteenth celebrates African American freedom, families, heritage, and becoming the ancestors' dream. Look, if being united and working together right now in this day and age, after everybody was just getting to touch each other for two years, ain't a dream. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Now but you got the other shirt, the female on the cover. Yes, yes. We have uh, about seven different designs now. Two of them. One of them is very famous for the last two years. That's been our Afro Thunder shirt. You know what I'm saying? That Afro sister. But right now, today, thanks to Dollface Insanity, that's Dollface with three L's, we have a new sister shirt that's been selling like crazy. And that's the sister with the uh, red and gold bandana tied around her head. You know what I'm saying? She got like red, red, black, and green lipstick. 
Yeah, this one right here can't stand this. He's oh, that's wow. dope. Ah, look, yeah, they yeah. love that T-shirt, man. Men and women. Okay. Somebody ordered the four T. That's for babies. Wow. <laughs> they love that shirt, oh. though. So we doing well. And every year we'll just keep adding to the shirts that we have. Yeah, that's the back of it. So yeah, we doing we doing good. We're not doing as well, of course, because everyone knows now. Let me see that. Uh, we've been doing this alone for so long, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that we don't want to call it. It's not competition, right? It's just that it's crowded now. You know what I'm saying? So now, if you remember uh, Five Heartbeats, they say you just got to teach them to use what they got. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So we just got to, we just got to, you know, guide our people along uh, to show them sure. a, a more effective way and productive way, economically and unified, you know what I'm saying, to make this happen. Because um, we're going to be missing out on some things if we all continue to create tiny events ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We got vendors. I had a food truck guy tell me yesterday he don't want to compete with another food truck. He don't want to be there if there's another food truck there. And I'm like, that's crazy. I've never had anyone say that to me because how big the festival usually is. But now it's about to be all split up and everyone's going to be everywhere. You feel me? That's not how it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to have 17 separate celebrations. You feel me? Now you can still be Juneteenth Northland, Juneteenth Highland Park, but when we make that paper, when we sign that paper, all of us need to be on one piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? When we go to those corporations looking for that support, we all need to be on one piece of paper. Or they're going to continue to ignore us and tell us no or make us infight. You feel me? And compete yeah. against each other until the ones who can do the paperwork the best are the ones that get out of there. We can't we can't let that happen again. You feel me? So since it's the very beginning and we know where we've messed up in the past, I'm hoping that some of those people that are throwing righteous events understands that we have to link these uh these cars together, you know what I'm saying? And we have to do this together and make this happen together in order to be effective uh, and not allow other people to use our events against us, right? The vendors are going to wise up and do this themselves. You feel me? They're going to have a vendor Juneteenth because the organizers couldn't do it. And then all the organizers are going to have to go there because the organizers are supposed to be able to lock arms, shut down Woodward, grass shit, seven mile, whatever, and this is what we're doing for a week. And there's enough room for every food truck we have. You feel me? Yeah. That's what the city's going to do once they prove to us that we can't do it ourselves. Right? Once you allow your event to be filled with liquor and rap music and somebody gets shot. And now you got mama saying, if it ain't a hard plaza, I'm not going to go. Now we've made our own people distrust our own events. If you are the host of a Juneteenth event, it is on you to keep it sacred and keep it safe. This ain't some yeah. normal afternoon barbecue. You feel me? Yeah. Don't disrespect yeah. yourself. Don't and disrespect you you Come on, man. Real talk. And if you don't think you can do it, then you need to link with somebody else who can't. Right? Yeah. One unit executive protection has 45 security members. We're not worried about keeping stuff safe. You know what I'm saying? We've been keeping things safe for 10 years, making sure not only that the vibe is right, but that the families are right. Our Juneteenth isn't for everybody. If you don't have a family or a hope for our community to do better, we not where you need to be. You feel me? If you want to wild out, smoke woods, and listen to rap music and drink in 90-degree weather all day, this is not where you need to be. And I wish all y'all the best that do that stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not going to go well. We can stop acting like that's going to go well. Just put no alcohol yeah. on all Juneteenth events for the daytime, bro. You feel me? That it should be yeah. on every flyer. It should already say no alcohol. But instead, they're going to try it anyway. Come on, get drunk. It's 96 yeah. degrees. Come on, get drunk. 
Let's yeah, see what we can do. Yeah, alcohol so we, the best out of some people. Yeah, man. We pride ourselves yeah, on the fact that we have made it, we've kept it safe, and thank, and it's been mostly based on the families that we reach out to and constantly work with. You know what I'm saying? But we're all security, the brothers and sisters that are aware and sober and enjoying themselves. We're aware of everyone's children, you know. Um, we haven't had a broken in car. We haven't had a police call, a hurt child. We've been policing ourselves, you know what I'm saying, which is absolutely possible, which we've proven to ourselves year after year after year. You know what I'm saying? We've been gathering strangers from all over the city to be together, even through the pandemic, we did not stop. We filled out paperwork and kept our numbers low and kept our six feet, but we still celebrated Juneteenth publicly in the park throughout those throughout that time. We didn't have any issues behind that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, when your brother Marcus told me about him, like that's incredible what y'all doing. I need yeah. to help you know I can to promote you. Yes, man. It's been a great time. Are you were you waiting? Are you waiting? That's uh, what you're trying to do. Sort of not really you ain't want to be seen. Cause I don't. Yeah. Okay, cause I don't. Cause we could have had five of these done by now. You know, I'm ready, man. This is see. This is the culture. No, nah, see, he said we was like family, and I started yeah, to stop chewing stuff up. You know what I'm saying? This is what happens, bro. If I try to if I try to space everything out, I'm gonna be late for the next thing. You know what I'm saying? So now you got a scissor. She's been sitting here 20 minutes waiting to start. You got to get started now. Cause I I gotta eat this chicken that's cold now, and then Damn, I gotta I get moving. No, I'm gonna eat this while you do that, and then I'm gonna go. Yeah, this show is about you, bro. How you gotta get down? <laughs> he gonna eat it for you. <laughs> I'm gonna help you out. Oh, that ain't right, man, bro. Just took one of my chicken strips, dog. That's uh, teamwork. Make the dream work. You ain't right, Marcus. <laughs> so, That's so he can talk to y'all more. I'm going to take some of the load off. <laughs> hey, look, we just look, man. We we absolutely normal, man. You know what I'm saying? We've yeah. been doing community work for a long time. Um, we've been out here with several groups that are still here. Uh, Mothers of Murdered Children. We've actually worked once or twice with New Era. We, you know, um, we are not political in a sense, and we are not... Uh, religious in that sense right we all have our beliefs uh but juneteenth the way we've been pushing it we just been wanting to spread the word about juneteenth first and foremost right and then for those who lock in with us and tune in with us then we if anything we are a way of life organization you know what i'm saying that we just proving to each other that we can uh we just proving to each other that together we can have a good fun sober time right and in that time we share information about uh community resources, you know, uh, organizations that are starting programs. Almost every single one of our days will spin off into some sort of mentor program this year. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we have a barber. We call him Barber Todd, but he's been cutting young men's hair for free for our last two, three events, and he's oh, interested cool. in having a after-school like barber college two times a week, you know? So we're going to spin off on that, and then we're doing a bowling day. So if we have some kids that's really interested in bowling, that's what the, you know, we're going to be bowling twice a month. Come on out and we'll breathe on them then. Um, you can wait for grants to happen or we can get active now. We'd rather get active now and get the grants later or the donations later, but we can't keep letting the problems occur and letting the kids get older without the examples. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so we're working together. Well, let's see the impact has been awesome during the 10 years. Last question I ask everybody. 
What advice do you have to someone yeah. trying to find yeah. their purpose? What advice do you have for someone who trying to find their purpose? Well, one, you gotta sober up, right? I don't think I found the purpose until I was in prison because I've been moving 100 miles an hour to the end. Prison is a sobering place, right? Physically, mentally, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you gotta be sober to hear whoever trying to talk to you, right? You gotta be clear-minded to see whatever they're trying to show you. So if you got a bunch of distractions and, and poisons inside you, you're probably not gonna find that. That's how we end up sobering up and be like, well, I got all this hookah cup stuff. That's because for a while you was going hard in the club. So it seemed like a good thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Now you're mm -hmm. like, what am I supposed to do about this? I don't, I don't fuck with none of them people. You know what I'm saying? Like when we when we when we loose it and we, we a sound man and body, I think the purpose is gonna come to us. It's gonna be something to make you feel good on the inside of you. I think if it's a surface feel good, that's not a purpose. That's just a, that's just something that makes us feel good. You feel me? If it makes you feel good on the outside and it's feeding you the outside, then that's that's not a purpose. The purpose is something that no matter what, no matter who mad, I'm gonna do it. You feel me? Juneteenth is happening regardless of nothing stops this train. Nothing stops this train. You feel me? Right now I'm going through all type of personal stuff that could have been used as an excuse to stop, but this is my purpose and this is this is what I have, right? I got a job like everybody else. I got kids like everybody else. That's what we all got. That's not the purpose. You feel me? So. My purpose is Juneteenth and galvanizing the people and making sure they understand that they can be great together. And if they all do a little bit, something big can be created. And that's what we've been doing with Juneteenth Detroit. I'm praying for y'all, brother. Keep it going. Get all the help that y'all need for it. I'm definitely going to make sure I do my part to help market it with this show. When I post it, put the websites up. I definitely appreciate you getting with me and sharing your, your brother telling me to to call you. <laughs> yes, man. Listen, we got seven days, and then we got something else at the end of the month. So we hope we get to see you in person one of them days. Nothing is more nothing is more valuable than a physical presence. So if you can make it out any day or night, pull up. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Def, thanks for joining the show. The founder of Detroit, Juneteenth Detroit Festival, Damone Petty, and his yeah. team of great people. Thank you. And thank you. Get your, get your hair right, man. Get some food. Don't let yeah, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow at Artist Village, Grand River and Lasher. And you'll be able to get everything else from there. Just pull up on us. Grand River and Lasher, Artist Village. He's out. All right, man. Have a great day. You too.